This is a slaying moment. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sling from me. Hi, guys. We are still here in March. It is about to end, but let's be honest. We don't want it to end because it's still Women History Month, and we are celebrating all month long here. For me, it is more than just a month. It's, it is a movement all year round that women are doing amazing things, and we're in comp- uh, um encouraging other women and men to also pull up they um you know pull up in a tesla as well you know trading a honda civic for a good tesla black on black black seats or preferably you know that midnight blue if you want to so um we're just celebrating women all all month long and all year long of course but this month is specifically for us so it's been a great great journey um last week I spoke about intentional love I hope you guys were able to check out that episode it was so great I enjoyed sharing my journey about intentional love with you guys at first I was like am I sharing a little too much information but honey that's what this is all about this is a motivational safe space that I've created and motivating people through my story my journey is always a great thing and I believe that you know if you hide your vulnerability from the world no one will really truly know who you are and know how to really connect with you and see the human parts of who we are as people when we just cover and we have like our PR run and we we're out on in the world being you know perfect having perfection vulnerability is so great um so this past week child it was a challenge i'm gonna be honest with you i was having i i was i was being stretched let me just say that stretched in a way i don't know if um you know everybody's not spiritual but on here i talk about the lord my savior god who is the hell head of my life and this past week he was stretching me let me tell you so i i'm about to get y'all into my business so i applied for this job um back in new york and the job, the job opportunity was great. The pay was good. They got the benefits. It was me doing something that I love to do. And I interviewed for them on my birthday. So I was like, okay, that's a great little birthday gift. Beginning of the day, I got up early in the morning, had the interview early in the day. And the interview went well. The person really, really loved me. So the week went, you know, the week went on. I celebrated my birthday that night. And then, excuse me, by that weekend, by that Friday, I had another interview, like a second round, and I had to like speak to executive board. I mean, it was a really good interview. The interview went well, and they were like really interested. So they called my references and my references, you know, they pulled up for me. Shout out to everybody that, you know, support me. Shout out to them. And, um, you know, everybody was you know, raving about me. And I'm like, okay, I got the job. Everybody was like, you got this job. You got this job, girl. And on Sunday, I got a call from the one of the people from the executive board and they decided to go with someone else. And it wasn't because I wasn't qualified. It was because of timing. And let me talk about time, honey. Let me talk about time. Because God's timing and your timing, it ain't the same time. 
And I can say that out loud a thousand times, but when I'm ready to move, when we are ready to move in life, sometimes we forget that your time and God's time is not the same time. And it's not always a good feeling. So last week I was like, God, you know, this was the job. This was the one. And then, you know, I was sad and I was feeling like down and it wasn't, I wasn't down because I didn't get the job. I was down because I was ready to move into a new season but this season that I'm in is the time ain't up yet some things I still got the you know filter out so I was being stretched my faith was being stretched my patience honey was being stretched and I had a the person that brought me back to myself on yesterday I had a conversation with my mom and uh she brought to the attention about prioritizing your time and prioritizing the things, the tasks that you want to accomplish. And I never looked at my life like that. Like some, you know, sometimes we get into seasons where we have to, we have so many things that we want to do. We want to do this. We want to do that. We want to do this. And we want them all to happen at the same time. But in reality, they can't all happen at the same time. Some, you got to take one situation at a time and this week I my mom spoke that into my spirit and it changed my whole perspective on all the the situation I was in and it changed my mindset because I was like really disappointed and like I wasn't disappointed in myself I was disappointed in myself and I was also disappointed in God's plan like child God we didn't have this conversation honey why we not moving and it was because I wasn't prioritizing what was important. There's so many things that I want out of life, but I have to take them one step at a time. So God time and my time is not on the same time, but I am learning and I'm accepting that God's time is always good because it's worked for me in the past and it'll work for me again. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because i I know we're in a season where we're springing forward. Spring is coming. Summer is coming. Spring is next week. Summer is going to be on his on his way. And everybody wants to keep moving forward. It's like, oh, I got to be in motion. I got to get stuff moving. When really in reality, sometimes, you know, you got to accomplish one thing at a time. Because that time, that one step at a time is going to put you right exactly where you want to be at the end of the road, you know? So... We this week, we have an amazing young lady that we're going to be speaking with. So I told you the whole month of March, we're going to be interviewing a phenomenal women. And um, today's special guest is a woman who spreads love, God's love and light wherever she goes. And um, she is a close friend of my family. And I'm so honored to talk to her. She is an author. She is a social media content manager. So she's doing multiple things, honey. And uh, I'm excited to to welcome her to the show. So welcome to the show, Lucretia Colty Flores. Foresto, sorry. Hey. <laughs> Pray for me. Play you? for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. No, you Look, actually did it better than most people. So okay. Yeah. I am so Floresto, right? Yeah. Okay. Lucretia, how you doing? I am doing great. How are you? I'm good. I look the struck like look. I literally burned sage and was praying. I was like, Jesus, please let me get these names right. I'm so <laughs> I do well with names, and then I get to the point where it's time to pronounce the name, and I messed it up. But I got your first name right. The last person that I interviewed, <laughs> yeah, messed up her first name. 
with confidence. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> so I mean, just I'm, I'm working. That is my strength. And like I said, vulnerability is such a big thing when it comes to, you know, showing your flaws. And that's one of my flaws. I don't do well with names. I'm not the greatest with names. But anyway. And that's okay with that. Yeah. But other other than that, how are you doing? I am doing well. It's been a busy weekend, but um, I'm doing really well. I, I can't, I really have no complaints, honestly. Oh, Besides that's Besides the allergies and stuff like that. But Girl, no, the season changer and how you out here looking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might as well not even take your mask off during spring season because <laughs> you going to be out here ass running, looking crazy. Seriously. So I want to <laughs> welcome you to the show. I just want to say thank you so much for agreeing to come on and chat with me today. Yeah, I'm really excited. Like I, um, I've also been listening to the last one that you did, and th- that's the one with the um, the photographer. Correct. I'm trying to remember yeah, name. Giovanni. Yeah. Yeah, Giovanni, yeah. So um, that was really amazing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Awesome. So before we hop into the show, I like to do like a little game. It is, mm-hmm. It's a this or that game. Last game okay. I did was what's in your bag. This game, because we're women, we have style, right? We fabulous, <laughs> honey. Sometimes we pull it together and sometimes we throw it away. But yeah. um, I want to play I want to play a game called what's your style? And I'm going to give you either or like this or that and Mm -hmm. you tell me what you prefer so do you prefer dresses or pants pants okay what type of pants any anything anything jeans pants like i i mean i like dresses but i would rather wear pants all day every day i could mix it up with sneakers and jeans or heels so okay okay i got you are you a sneakers or a heels girl (laughs) are you both um I am both, yeah. Okay. What well, I, I mean, do you wear more sneakers? Like, are you one of those people that if I was going somewhere, if you were like going out to have like just happy hour or something, will you grab a heel or a sneaker first? So in this season of my life, it'll be a sneaker. Okay. Uh, Why yeah. you say in this season? Because you in your thirties, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, For if, real. <laughs> if, if you not walking to the car and getting in the chair, it's it's really out of it's out of the question. Question <laughs> for real, like I, I keep a pair of heels in my trunk all the time, so just in case purposes. Yeah, but in this season of my life, it's sneakers all day because I'm I'm actually building up my sneaker collection right now. Okay, so I've been buying more sneakers than um than heels lately. Okay, so. I respect that. I know mm-hmm. for me, Tony was laughing at me. He was like, I don't think you're here, girl. I said, the lies you tell, I'm going to get these feet together, okay? <laughs> we ain't about to do that. We ain't about to do that. I've been a heel girl my whole life. I'm not about to conform back to that low. I'm not about to do that. So, so okay. So, accessories, as far as accessory rings or earrings, what would be your choice, Cree? Um, Earrings all the way. You're an earring wearing girl. Why you don't like rings? Are you like... <laughs> you know what? I actually have a lot of rings. Um, and I wear them a lot. But if I was to choose, it would have to be earrings. First. Okay. Do you like long earrings, hoop earrings? Um, I like hoops. I like studs. I do a lot of studs now. It's crazy because now I can't wear any like fake jewelry, Custom I guess. Custom jewelry, my as my mom would yeah. say. 
So now I'm having to start. I have to start buying like a real gold and silver. Hey, so honey, get you a good pair of diamond <laughs> earrings. And you and the diamonds are girl best friend. You always go real, <laughs> real with diamonds or per- pearls. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So, are you a shoulder bag type of girl or a crossbody bag? Crossbody. Okay. All right. All right. Crossbody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Leather jacket or blazer? Ooh. That's hard. You know, I just got me a leather jacket and I'm feeling it. Leather jackets are a vibe, though. Yes. Especially they for the spring. Especially for um, the spring. You you cute in a leather jacket. Yes, yes, girl. Anything. But the thing is, I live in Florida, so I can't wear it all the time. Gotcha. Um, unless it's at night or something like that, like a night, a date night or something like that. But um I will have to go with blazer every day. Okay. I, yeah. I you know what? I used to be a blazer girl. I I, I kind of got out of it, but mm-hmm. I bust a, a leather jacket in a minute. Especially yeah. living in New York, that was that's the style. All black. That was mm-hmm. your little shirt, your leather jacket, your scarf, and you going on about your business. Mm-hmm. So we are here because you have done something amazing. So Lucretia, you have released your first book last your first published book last month titled mm-hmm. all things new leaving the old behind and stepping into freedom jail yeah. so how are you feeling about that um i feel great like so canon moment right um uh, when it all happened like when i first released it i was like eh, is this what it's supposed to feel like i thought it was gonna feel like you know amazing mm. but i think i was in my head on a lot of personal things um, but right now, like, I, I feel really great about it. I really do. Yeah. That's so exciting. I was, I was going to ask you that you already kind of like jumped ahead on my question, but kind oh. of like walk me through the process of you preparing for your launch day. Like what, what did you go through? Like what steps did you have to take? Did you have like a release party or did you do mm-hmm. like some type of countdown? Did you have like a pr- prayer circle before the day, the day before your launch day? Like walk yeah. me through the, the, the release, the, the prepare for the release date. So, um, initially I wanted to release my book in December. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, I just felt like God was like, no, it's not time. You got more things to add. And of course I did have to add some things, but, um, I chose, um, this date, uh, February 23rd, um, specifically because, um, that date holds in it. So it was basically the date that I wrote something on my stories. Mm-hmm. two years ago in 2020 your and instagram story yeah okay. instagram stories and i wrote that one day my story is going to be published on a magazine or an autobiography or something that's just going to be seen and i didn't realize i i wrote that until like sometime last year okay so i was like okay um um since this date is very significant to me i'm just going to use that as my date um now working with um Amazon, because that's what I self-publish with. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't allow you to actually do like a countdown or something like that. So I had to just release it, and it actually came out a little earlier before my date. But um, I just chose the date because it was something significant for me, and also um, 
Also, as far as preparing it, um, I didn't really do too much. Like, it, it was one of those things I was, I was battling. I was like, I don't know if I should do it. I don't know if I should, like, right. tell everybody or if I, or should I just let everybody know beforehand and then release it or should I just release it and just let everybody know? And one day, my si- I was talking to my sister. My sister was like, just, 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 I mean, you already prepared a lot of your content, so just, just do it. Right. I was like, okay. So the week, the week prior, I just posted that this is what I'm coming out with. And it just went on from there. Shout out to sis for motivating you to do, to follow your dreams and go for yeah. what God said you should be doing. So mm-hmm. talk about the self-publishing. Why did you decide to do the self-publishing? I know that a lot of new authors sometimes do the self-publishing route. Was that yeah. something that you just wanted to control or was it just the only option for you at the time that was feasible um, financially? Yeah. I think it's because it was the the only um, option for me. I did do my research, um, and a lot of it is there's a lot of steps of getting your um, book published with like a major company, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times you have to have like a it's some sort of like a manager kind of thing, and they have to turn it in. You don't turn it in yourself, so right. it was a lot. It was a lot of a lot of stuff. I was like, okay, since this is going to take. Um, a lot more time and I just went on with self-publishing and um, it was an easier process. I think I would have spent a lot more if I went through it with a uh, publishing house. Okay. Um, but it was, it, it, well, actually, no, I mean, because this is coming out of my pocket, I did spend a lot more, but I wouldn't know how the other processes went. Cause I did do a lot of research and some you do come out of pocket and some you don't. Um, so it just really all depends. But the publishing, self-publishing route, it, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. It was actually a great experience. Good. I would do it again. You would do it again? Yeah. So, so talk to me about uh, the book, the process. You, you know, mm-hmm. when did you start writing it? Like, was it one of those situations where you just woke up one day and you wrote it all in one day? Or, you know, at least the layout for it. Like, yeah. has it, was it a month long process of you developing your book? Like, walk us through how the, from the beginning to like, you know, publishing process. Yeah, sure. Um, so, um, I actually started writing my first chapter on February 23rd, 2021. Oh, okay. So that's, cool. an, that's another reason why, like, and I didn't realize, like, that's one of those things I didn't realize until like May of 2021. Cause God was like, cause I felt like God was trying, trying to tell me to go back to my journal. And I'm like, why are you trying to make me go back to my journal? So I just kept flipping. And then I noticed, I was like, oh my gosh, like on February 23rd, 2020, I wrote down this thing on my stories, on Instagram stories. And now I actually started my first chapter on February 23rd, 2021. Wow. So, um, yeah, I mean, I started off pretty when I started writing, um, when God told me to do this, I he just started downloading a whole bunch of chapters, like literally. And so then I wrote down the chapters. I wrote down a couple of chapters um, on that first day I started writing. And then I started writing um, one chapter after the next. So at first, I want to say the first five, no, four months, it was consistent. Mm. And then I took a little break. I really didn't know what else to write. And I was just like, maybe is this done? Is this not? I just I just couldn't figure it out at that point in time. Um, so then I took a little break and then back like early, I want to say early fall, I went back at it again. And then when I thought I was supposed to um, to publish it in December, I was like, nah, this ain't this ain't it. This ain't the time. It ain't so ready then, yet. 
<laughs> yeah, it ain't ready. And then I went to a conference in October. And then right after the conference, he was like, that's what you need to write about. I was like, okay. So then I finished. I literally finished it at the end of October. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you sat on your, um, you sat on your product for about a couple of months. So you gave mm-hmm. it some time to marinate, which is, yeah. which is always good. I feel like when you're in the process of, um, putting out something that is going to impact the world in such a strong way based off of your mm-hmm. title, all things new, leaving, leaving the old behind and stepping into freedom. You mm-hmm. definitely are about to impact somebody's life with this book. So you definitely yeah. want to sit and marinate and give, let God, um, you know, filter out the things that, you know, are going to make it plain for the people in the back that are not going to be right. able to, you know, you want to be able to spread as wide as you can. So, yeah. okay. The book is all about stepping into your freedom. Did you face any challenges writing the book? Any challenges with publishing the book? Was that, you know, you spoke about your hesitation about putting out the book and if, you know, Mm -hmm. you were going to do it. But what writing challenges did you, were there some topics in the book that you was like, "Eh, I don't think I want to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. So there's one specific topic that um, that I, I, I already did a chapter on already, mm-hmm. but then there's some missing pieces. Oh, and I struggled. I, I literally struggled like for months. I was like, I'm not going to put that in. You know, I'm not going to put that in whatever. Right. And then in October, when I um, in October, when I came back from the conference, and I started, and I reread, like, after I finished it, I reread the whole thing. And right when I got to that specific chapter, I just felt a tug. It was like, you need to add this. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, why? Right. Why, <laughs> why? I got to put my so business then, out in the street? <laughs> for real. So then um, I added that little missing piece. And I felt great after that. And I was like, look, if I'm going to dish it out, I got to dish all of it out. You know? Yes. Because that was something that, like, I was literally delivered from. Yeah. So to put all of it out, I just I just gotta put all it out and you know, and here we are today. But yeah, that one was a struggle. I mean, <laughs> you know, when when you think about writing and telling your story, like I was saying earlier in the show, vulnerability shows people who you really are, right? Mm-hmm. It, it it gives people insight to to show like you might, you know. Overall, you're a very positive person. You're very inspiring. You, you're motivational. You're very supportive. I'm talking about you, Cree, not me. Oh. <laughs> but I'm talking about you. I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking hey. about you. I, Cause I, it sounded like I was talking about myself, but I'm talking about you, Jay. Uh, <laughs> you're very motivational. You're a very loving person. You're very God love filled. Your, your light, your God light shines wherever you, you go. So, you know, people can see that and be like, oh, she doing good. She, she great. She's, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she got it all together. God, God got her, you know, he got his finger on her. When really mm-hmm. in reality behind closed doors, you can really be going through something. And, mm-hmm. you know, because you are a happy person all the time, people won't really know what you're internally going with through unless you vulnerably tell them right Right. so when you're vulnerable it's like oh man she happy but sometimes she be sad you know Mm -hmm. it it, it makes people want to be a part of what you are and follow who you are because you're vulnerable and you're not only showing them the highlight reels but you also showing them like the the reels that are like ugly when you do your ugly cry i don't ugly cry on camera but somebody (laughs) somebody got to do it (laughs) 
ain't gonna see it. <laughs> no, you ain't gonna see the ugly cry. But um, no, I think that's powerful. I know. Um, I was curious to know about that. Like, did she have some moments in the book? She was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, y'all ain't gonna be in my business like that. And it's funny that you said that. Did you have some moments in the book where you cried emotionally, like backtracking over the moments? Did you oh, have? Yeah. Yeah. Multiple. Like, I honestly, there's two. So there's um, one chapter, actually, well, two chapters that really, like, to this day, like, if I read it now, it will make me, like, go in an emotional frenzy. Oh, yeah. Um, so one of them is called um, Feels Like Home. Mm-hmm. And the other one is called um, The Encounter. So those two chapters right there, like something about it, um, it just, it really hits me. Like, and I, and like every time like I read it, like, I'm like, dang God, like you really like allow this to happen. But it was such a good, like glorifying moment yeah. that it was a happy moment. Like it was, it the was tears of joy, joy. And I'm just like, and, I, and I'm always surprised that all of this happened to you. So, um, those two chapters right there, like, they really, like, they get me. I'm like, oh, where's the tissue? <laughs> Look, you know, it's, I, I feel like it's so funny that you say that. And I wanted to ask that question because I'm an emotional writer, too. Mm-hmm. So, when I, like, like. I ain't writing no biography like you. I ain't ready. To, I I ain't gonna take that leap of faith right now. <laughs> I commend you. Congratulations on telling your truth, buddy. I I'm gonna do mine. I'm gonna do mine in you know per episode. But yeah. I um when I write scenes for my scripts and I'm writing like really traumatic you know scenes and mm-hmm. dramatic situations, I'll end up crying. I'll be in there like girl you writing this why are you acting like this but some of the characters just take pull at my heartstrings sometimes so i get i understand and it's freeing it is it's definitely freeing when you tell your truth in a way and you see how far god has brought you in these situations like i know you probably were like looking reading like you said looking at reading these stories and was like thank you god I, you know Mm -hmm. you brought me through look at me i'm strong now but i have to go through Mm -hmm. this situation so I one thing that I loved about your synopsis is is something that you said when you described the book. You said all things new is about stepping into the freedom that God intended you to live in, mm-hmm. which I think is so powerful because yeah. intention Sometimes we're not intentional about living in mm-hmm. the freedom that God has allowed. Sometimes we want to be chained and shackled. Yeah, <laughs> mentally, no, whether right. it be f- mentally, physically, or spiritually, some people mentally are shackled in their their childhood trauma. When God is saying, "Go get, go get some therapy," so somebody can help you overcome mm-hmm. that. Some people yeah. are physically shackled because they want to be f- go from living in one from one state that is like it's not nothing here for me, but they're scared. They're shackled by fear, and they yeah. don't want to take the step. And spiritually shackled because they don't want to grow. Yeah. Talk about the girl. Yeah. Good girl. So, so we can be freed if we want to. We just have to be intentional, which I love that you said the, the freedom that God intended you and I to live in. So, what were you freed from writing this book, honey? Um, so <laughs> it's i mean i'm um, curious you the author so tell us yeah, tell us so, 
I'm going to highlight some things um, that's in the book that I was free from. Um, I was always bound to, um, I guess, in a sense of people pleasing mm. um, because because of for a number of things, but mainly because I feel like, um, well, I know because at, at a young age, I kind of didn't have much of a childhood. I grew up very, very, very fast. Yeah. Um, so I, all I knew was taking care of somebody else, taking care of somebody else instead of me. So I know that the freedom, like I was so bonded to like, oh, I got to make sure that um, this person is good. I got to make sure that, mm. you know, I can't say no. I got, you know, stuff like that. So that was like, look, I need, I need you. I need you to get out of that. And I need you to have, um, I need you to set boundaries. And that's, mm. that's one thing that I'm really, really like hitting on this year. Yeah. yeah. The boundaries is hard for me, but it's been working, you know? Okay. Come um, on with the boundaries. Pull them up. <laughs> Look, <laughs> a no is a no. Um, yeah. But um, I think another thing as well, too, is, and I think I've expressed this to you before, um, um, when it comes to confidence, mm. like um, I've always felt that my confidence comes from the things that I do or um, from people. And, um, but because I was such an isolated moment with God for about literally two years that I realized that all my confidence comes from God. So it really doesn't matter what you think, how you feel about me, you know, whatever, like my confidence is always going to come from him. And I may not feel good today, but my, the joy that's within me is always going to last always, you know, that is so powerful. You even saying that knowing our history yeah, <laughs> and us having conversations <laughs> about that, I it it makes me overjoyed. You standing in that, so I'm very yeah. proud of you. I want you to know that I'm very proud of you for for coming oh, to you, that girl. conclusion about yourself because you know your confidence does come from God, and you're yeah. you know God so well by for yourself, and it's yeah. such a beautiful thing to know that He already had the confidence. You just have to start walking in it. Hello, hello. Hello, because let me go back to the scripture, because the one scripture that, that gets me the most is that, OK, I am confident in God. But remind like you got to be reminded that he knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. Mm-hmm. So that means I had a, I had a connection with him already. He already so, knew he already knew I was about to be this great thing. Uh, hello. Listen, <laughs> so that's what I'm all, like that. That right there, like that, like that like makes me go back into like that space okay like if i feel like it's about to creep in again the self-doubt and all mm-hmm. that you know stuff that i was delivered from i think about how he like already knew who i was prior mm-hmm. so that means everything that's what i set for like it's it's going to be greatness whether i fall short or not it's going to be greatness yeah. so um yeah, girl, that's one thing. And um, and I, I think I'll share one more thing, which is something that I put in the book. Um, one thing that um, I stepped into freedom from is addiction. And it's mm. actually addiction from um, pornography. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it was uh, it was something that, of course, nobody, I don't think anybody really knew. Probably yeah. Like one or two people knew. So... But it was that right there. It was the topic I was telling you about that. He was like, I need you to add that little snippet. To that yeah. Chapter. I was like, <laughs> but you will be surprised how many women in the world, like it was a couple of girls that I went to college with that mm-hmm. was addicted to pornography. 
and it's yeah. so common and you know yeah. it's embarrassing as a woman to be like because that's a man's thing right it's right, like right. oh my god men are addicted to point because they nasty but it's not it's a form of discovering your sexuality but it can be addictive and that does that's, it's not a bad thing yeah it's yeah. not a bad so, thing i i think and it's funny because I, I haven't really heard any of the women especially like people who are out um, like in the open, like like entertainment wise and stuff like that, or even talk just about it. or something like that. Talk about it. So I've always I've always seen men. Um, so I guess that's probably one of the reasons. Like, what well, I'm a woman and I'm going through this. Like, it just doesn't make You're sense. You're not but, alone, honey. Yeah. So you know, that's one thing that you know I was definitely free from, and that's that was more of a deliverance. Yeah, to know that you're not alone. And sometimes, and I, you know what, I commend you for it's for for talking about it, because people make it seem so make women seem like we should be ashamed for talking about our sexual, you know, preferences and stuff like that. It is not a shameful thing to say that you were, you know, addicted to something or to talk about your sexual escapades in in public. You know, you can be you can be selective with what you want to talk about. But in this particular situation, you know, it is male garnered for someone Mm -hmm. to say that they're addicted to pornography. But yeah, it's not a bad thing to talk about. And it's more women out here that are dealing with that thing you think and i think those are conversations that we need to have so i yeah. i appreciate you for listening to what god said and and talking mm-hmm. about it in your book because it is a conversation and it's other women out there in the world like you that want to tell their truth but they're scared yeah that people are going to judge them and who cares about people's judgment because everybody crazy as <laughs> hell everybody crazy crazy. ain't nobody perfect and if they think they are they need to go read the bible and talk about the scenes um so i you know i think that's beautiful i i i I wanted to ask you about the free end of the book because that line free freedom that god intended you to live in is so powerful and i was looking at when i read the like a bio you know the bio and the um synopsis of the book that was one thing that stood out to me i was like okay am i intentional about my freedom lord i don't think i am (laughs) um (laughs) so i would love to know uh three things before we we close for today um who in your life inspires you it can be a couple of people or it can be one person and um what motivates you what's keeping you motivated now these days okay um okay so inspiration um so there's two people like right now that's really inspires me the most is my sister okay um one of my sisters, um, she has, uh, she has a small business right now, but she inspires me a lot because, you know, and within the last, I want to say three years, we've gotten a lot closer because we're like about 70 years apart from each other. Um, but she like her, her energy is, um, is so bright. Like, you know, like people say like, you know, yeah, I'm a light too, but my sister has different type of light okay so she has like you know like she'll come into a room and man like her jokes alone will just have you crying oh but really? I, I, yeah like this girl like is amazing but the one thing that inspires me the most about her that she just keeps on going 
Like she just keeps going. Like she just makes her like she's so detailed. Like I, I, I literally feel like she's a little me, but times two. Okay. Like I, so, um, I don't know something about her her energy, the way like we talk to each other. Like she just keeps me pushing. Like. You know, if she feels like that something that I did was wrong or she feels like, you know, maybe you should do this. Like she it's almost like if I don't got it right now, boom, like she just puts everything. She's the person that motivates you, keep you on your toes. Yeah, she keeps me on my toes. She really do. So that's one person. And honestly, the next person is um, Sarah Jakes Roberts. Like that's like my best friend in my head. Like, <laughs> she's, so, she's so cool though she is so oh cool she's like the the perfect like she's the perfect minister you don't want to be a friends with real like i'm like i said one day like me and her gonna be best friends she don't even know it so i, mean, I can see it right i can see it i can see it <laughs> yeah but I, I just love her i love the fact that she's you know because she's 33 she's like my age our age so um she's so open with her story and um she can be like hey sis you know like my friend but also get me together at the same time yes that's what i love love about her and i love what she's running and her brand like what she's running and that's something like i kind of want to do on myself as well too so yeah oh that's cool those are two great Mm -hmm. people so what's next for you lucretia what are what are you doing Uh, next um, so right now I feel like, um, I am at a point where I am just doing a little studying right now. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out what would be next. I know what's next, but I don't know when to start it because I haven't gotten the goal yet to start it. Okay. Um, but eventually I do want to come out with a brand, with a lifestyle brand. That okay. will be my next goal. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. take your time. God's timing is the perfect time. I said that earlier mm-hmm. today, even if we don't like it. <laughs> yeah, you don't feel like it. Because I was like, it's funny because like I had like a, a train about it for so long, you know, and then um, I actually had got a business name, an LLC. I got all that stuff already prepared, right? Mm. But every time I started, I started it, he was like, ah, oh, not yet. I need you to chill real quick. You know, you know what? I think the reason is for me is I don't look, I don't know how to live in the moment. Oh, so um, I'm used to like, okay, this is done. Like, I gotta go to the next step. Yeah, and I think this is my mo- living in the moment. I'm seasoned right now. But you know what? That's is- totally mm-hmm. me, friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely an executor. I am definitely yeah. like idea to execute. Like, I will <laughs> execute 17 things in one month. And right. be like, they'd be like, so what did you do? Girl, I did all this stuff. What you talking about? Yeah. Do you remember what it was like? No, I don't. I don't. I just did it all. Um, But yeah, you know, living in a moment. And sometimes, this is what I'm learning. I'm going to share with you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes everything that you have on the docket, enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. of going through something so your best friend my a really good husband over here taught me that because he is yeah. a process person yes Tony he is, is and i can't very, seem to get it very process driven and he'd be like babe you got to enjoy the process not living in a moment but enjoying the steps so that's why yeah. i was asking you about the launch of your 
your um, book because it's yeah. all process. Like how yeah. you got to the steps where me, you know, me and you are probably like, girl, let's just get to this step. Let's get to this date. Let's mm-hmm. move on. I'm learning to enjoy the process. If I, if the process is me reading over my book a thousand times, that's the process. Mm-hmm. If the process is me coming up with the different fonts for the book, that's the process. Excuse yeah. me. So, you know, enjoy the process and whatever that process is. If the process is you just coming up with ideas and writing in your sticky note and putting it yeah. on your wall, that's the process. Because once you go back and then I feel like we have a process for people like me and you that execute because we write mm-hmm. down stuff and we go back and we be like, you know, we go back to the cleaning part. Like, can be like, dang, why well, I got yeah. all these papers? And then you start seeing your little notes and stuff. That's your process. But you, right. the event already took place and you forget about those moments. Yeah. So enjoy the process. I, you know, I'll let you know how I'm coming along with that as time goes on, friend. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, the funny thing is I'll just say this one last thing. It, the funny, when you started talking about enjoying the process, it made me think about like, you know, even with the design of the book, um, I wanted to make it seem like, um, to look like my scrapbook because a lot of it a lot of what i wrote was in different scraps like i I bought a journal but i barely even use a journal because um i was just writing in different areas like if i if i I thought about something i just pick up a paper piece of paper like if i was at work i would just pick up a piece of paper and just start writing yeah and so i wanted to give people that look like this is like my scrapbook um but what i formulated together and stuff like that but when you know when everyone picks it up when they can pick it up um when they go and pick it up which we will have the link in our um on the show so people can go ahead and purchase what i was about to say what do you one last thing what do you want Mm -hmm. people before you plug yourself Mm -hmm. what do you want people to get away from the book take away from your 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 book all things new living leaving the old behind and stepping into freedom um i think one of the most important things is um like like we're saying like freedom like i think a lot of times we don't understand we think that we're in we're we're free because of whatever we choose not to talk about we hide it mm-hmm. um we suppress it but a lot of, but that's not freedom that's just holding on more burdens and more weight on you that you can't even carry on your own mm-hmm. um so i think i want people to understand like you know whether you're a believer of god or not but but life is about changing. If the seasons that we're on, like we have four seasons. Every season gives us something different, mm-hmm. and every and every season there's new um, types of plants and um, and um, flowers and um, fruits and vegetables that grow during that season. And it's all because everything has to change. Like you can't keep being the same person over and over again because it's, it's almost like you're missing on what could happen. And what could come for you, your purpose or this goal that you have or whatever God has intended for your life. So um, I think the key thing is learning how to um, to be real and be real with yourself first, of course, and then being able to open up to others who you trust completely. But also have that conversation with God if you are a believer and say, hey, like, I can't do this on my own. Like, I can't keep all of this baggage on any longer. I need to be set free from this and I need to be able to not have this weight and burden carrying on, on me like dead, like chains literally carry, um, holding on to chains. I just want to be free. 
So um, until you find that mindset, um, you will never be free. So I just want people just to understand, like, don't hold on to the past. You literally have to move on from it. You know, your past teaches you things, but holding on to it doesn't make you make it any better. That is beautiful. Cree, go ahead and um, plug yourself. Tell them where they can find you. Tell them where they can purchase the book and give them all your information so they can follow you, honey. Sure. So um, if you guys like to follow me on Instagram, it's underscore. This is Lucretia and Lucretia spelled L-U-C-R-E-C-I-A. That's on Instagram um, for my book. It's available on Amazon in um, Kindle ebook and hardcover. Um, if you just type in all things new, um, you'll find it or, or my name as well, too. And um, just a little disclaimer, it is taking a long time for Amazon to ship out these books. So I pray that you'll be patient. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I appreciate you for taking the time and speak with us today. We are so thankful that you decided to share your story with us and come on and celebrate as Women's History Month is all month long, honey. We mm-hmm. look forward to seeing what's next for you and have a good day today. Okay, Lucretia? Thank you. You too. Have a great week. You too. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the um, interview with Lucretia. It was so fun talking about her book. Don't forget to check out our book, All Things New, Living, Leaving the Old Behind and Stepping into Freedom. Also, guys, don't forget to follow me at Alana Fuss, A-L-O-N-A. F-U-S-S on Instagram, Twitter, and I'm on TikTok. I haven't been ticking and talking lately, but I'm going to get back to it. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our Apple Podcast page. We got one. It is on there. Go ahead and subscribe so you can get notifications that our, we have a new episode each week. We are here every Wednesday. Don't forget to check us out on Amazon Music and Podcast. Um, Spotify, excuse me, Spotify, we're there as well. And also check us out on RayChoiceNetwork.com. And like I say every time, slam for you is the best lifestyle to live. Have a great week, guys. Bye.